So welcome to the first episode of the Life at Lucid Coast podcast. I am here with Keith London. Keith, tell me about Lucid Coast. Thanks, RJ, and thanks for this opportunity. I'm excited to launch uh, our first episode of our first endeavor with digital media, with you, our digital alchemist. So thanks for that. Uh, yeah, Lucid Coast, when we when we say the name of the company, oftentimes we get a strange look and um, and and then shortly after that, people say, "What's that?" And we're called to explain uh, not only the name, but what is it? What is it that we do as a company, which um, is is big and audacious and difficult to explain at times. But uh, we characterize it as we are an innovation services company, or simply an innovation company. And uh, you know, right now we're seeing in the in in the world um, a glaring huge global example of uh, why innovation is important for human beings. You know, we're now uh, in the midst of a pandemic and it has blown apart uh, a lot of assumptions about our economic fabric and people are being called to work differently and work from home and find ways to make money and combat uh, a new and unknown disease. And all of those things drive a need for innovation. And innovation is simply thinking creatively, thinking differently, and getting outside of normal established patterns um, to to create new value or to respond to problems or create opportunities. So in that regard, you know, becoming an innovation services company is a pretty lofty goal uh, and, and, you know, complicates the explanation of what do you do. Um, we we kind of codify the what do we do when we get tactically, you know, we're, we're specific about it into into some buckets because it's easier for people to wrap their heads around. And those buckets tend to be things about how we how you can innovate and how you can plan as a company or as a community um, solutions to problems or creating opportunities. So that starts with strategy, helping people de- develop vision, develop uh, goals, um, you know, streamline those goals, prioritize those goals and figure out what are their problems anyway and what are their opportunities and how are they going to pursue those. And in today's connected world, almost all of those conversations will have to do with technology uh, because we are in a connected world and everything, you know, we're all walking around with supercomputers in our hands. So technology is a key part of innovation and, and we really, when we say technology, we are focused more as a company on digital technology than on, say, engineering new widgets, um, although, you know, we do play a role in some of that. Um, and then finally, and maybe even first and foremost, we think about all of those things from a foundation of security, because in a connected world, um, as we've seen more and more uh, breaches and cybersecurity issues, uh, nation state hacking, we can recognize that innovation um, depends heavily on an ability to to secure uh, commerce, to secure lives, to secure digital transactions. So we're an innovation services company that helps people create opportunity and solve problems, leveraging technology from a foundation of security. Very cool. So being a, an innovations company, and we've we've talked a long time about trying to document the story as Lucid Coast developed and the idea behind it developed and changed and grew. And now the world has changed extremely quickly. An innovations company is really uniquely positioned to adapt to that change. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I think so. (laughs) 
When I founded Lucid Coast, it, it, it originally was a company that I had founded only because I was I was discovering that I had opportunities to uh, teach classes and do some side work, uh, you know, consulting work. And so I, I started a company um, to give me a mechanism to do some of that consulting work on the side. That was all it was. It wasn't, I didn't intend at, at first to launch a business necessarily, but along the way, uh, working with students at Northern Michigan University and, and hiring interns and being a father here in rural Upper Peninsula of Michigan, uh, having grown up here and looking around and seeing that you know job opportunities haven't really evolved that much. Um, you know, over, over time, over the course of a couple of years, the idea of Lucid Coast um, as something bigger than just a company, uh, but as almost a movement to, to demonstrate and to create value um, in places like Marquette, Michigan, where we're, we're geographically removed from the big city. We are surrounded by beauty. We've got wonderful natural resources, great communities, um, a real sense of innovation and pioneering in the legacy of the land and the people that are here. Having spent 20 years, 20 plus years in corporate America, it became more and more evident to me that, you know, on the on the other end of the spectrum in entrepreneurship and particularly entrepreneurship in small town America and rural America, there was something magical that technology brought to those communities and that that remains untapped. And I know I'm meandering a little bit here in my answer to your question, but I mean, I think it, it speaks to the catalyst of the company why, and how the company grew from, you know, just me and a piece of paper representing a corporate entity to now 10 employees and the growth of, uh, of the vision into something much bigger than just this company. It's, a, it's about a movement that needs to happen. Well, maybe it doesn't need to happen, but a movement that can happen in our country um, that, that can really impact uh, the balance of people's lives. I mean, the internet brought us a whole new way to transact every aspect of business and daily life. Um, it was a revolutionary impact to our country and to the world. And yet in many parts of our country and the world, we're still sort of floundering to take advantage of those technologies effectively. You know, I think what's happening right now with COVID and, and the blowing apart of the economy, which by the way, is a fantastic time to start a brand new business. <laughs> uh, you know, this is either going to be the, the death of us or, or you know, the, the start of a, and, and just an incredibly inspiring story because if we can make it through a pandemic and a, a shift like this, then we can make it through anything. But. Um, but you know, it's, it's, it's evidence that we do need innovation. We need to be uh, able, in, whether it's individual, at the individual level or at the community level or at a business level, we need to be able to uh, adapt to whatever may come at us and to find new ways to create value and support one another, you know, at, at the local level, uh, but also with a global mentality, right? We're a small town technology startup, but our market isn't just our community. It, our market starts with our community. And the great thing about having a business like ours growing in a small town like ours is that we can be very connected to the fabric of the community and have a positive impact to the community and to the region, and yet recognize that we are globally connected. And that brings us a whole bunch of great opportunities that we, we might otherwise overlook. Uh, so that's a big ramble. Uh, hopefully it informs something, and I'm not sure I answered your question. <laughs> I, I think 
in a very indirect way you did. We started in the opposite direction of most businesses. Most start with what are we doing? What are we offering and how do we do it? And then later on, they find a, their bigger purpose, their why, their, their reason for serving or doing what they do. We started on the complete opposite end of we've got this big picture idea of how to serve, not just locally, but on a large scale. There's this change that is going to happen. We didn't think it was going to be a pandemic that kind of kicked it off, but we knew it was going to happen. We knew digital technology and business and the economy was shifting. And then it, you know, it shifted very fast. And now we have this big picture idea on how to serve and play a part in that. And we're still developing a lot of those hows and whats. And I think it's putting us in a very interesting position where we're not attached to one way of doing something. We're attached on the big picture idea, the outcome. It's bringing value in a lot of different ways that we don't necessarily how we're going to do it yet, but we're going to figure it out. Right. I mean, to put it another way, and that's good. The how is getting clearer. But yes, yes. we start out with the why, right? With the why of Lucid Coast is is not was not about creating a computer company or a cybersecurity company or a, a bread baking company or you know specific like you say a lot of companies figure out okay I'm going to manufacture this kind of widget and let's go make a plan to manufacture this kind of widget. We started out with a, a goal that was more like let's create opportunity for small town America and for young kids in in that are relevant to today's world. Let's let's bring some balance to the regional economy of this beautiful land that we live in. And that's a bigger mandate, a bigger mission, but also a more inspiring one. And it allows us the freedom within that mission to pivot and to innovate and to do things that say, well, you know, gee, yeah, there might be a, a growth in a certain type of business, but is that the business we want to be in? Um, are we serving our ultimate purpose here? And if our ultimate purpose is to, uh, to bring um, vibrancy to a region that that has seen stagnant growth economically for many years. Uh, if our if our goal is to try and create opportunities for young people, if our goal is to have a positive impact to the community, if our goal is to show that capitalism and a corporate structure can be used in different ways to generate more positive value in the world and recognize more than shareholder value, then then those are some inspiring things, right? And that's and that gives us the freedom to execute on those inspiring things in different ways. One day, it might be doing a pen test to help keep a bank safe, uh, you know, which is, you know, is that a super inspiring goal? Some people might not think so, but other people who really geek out on pen testing find it awesome and, and, and us creating the opportunity for students graduating from Northern to get into a, a professional global pen testing role and not have to move away from Marquette is a fantastic story. And on the other side of that coin, or on a different side of that, that amalgamated, amalgamated tetrahedron of possibility is, you know, the idea that somebody might walk in the door of our uh, downtown location with an idea to launch a space junk cleanup company. Uh, and we might, they might not know how to do that. And we might have resources to help them organize and do that and launch that space junk cleanup company from Marquette, Michigan, like they want to. And that's actually not a hypothetical. We're working with a client right now who's doing that. Innovation isn't just for ourselves. It's for like, how do we serve the community and the world? And if somebody else is innovating, how can we help them be successful at that? Those, those sound like, uh, some guys we need as guests. 
Yes, we will definitely have them on the show. <laughs> so uh, stay tuned for that. So that is a, a very brief overview of some of what Lucid Coast is, is working to do. Part of the purpose behind this podcast is to help share that as it develops, as it changes, as it grows. As more people come in, the whole begins to take on this new, this new energy. Every new person that's become involved brings something unique. And it's this really cool collection of people that have come together under this flag. We look forward to sharing their stories. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. I'll just say one more thing about the company and then, and I think that probably gives us a good intro. But. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because if we'd set out to become a technology company, we would have probably had a focus on hiring that, that would have driven different discussions and decisions. Um, by starting out to build a company with bigger picture vision and impact goals, we recognized that we needed a company that has diversity and has a wide range of different skills that that are being brought to the table. Even if we are just doing a technology job, right? If we're going to implement a network, for example, if you bring to the implementation of a network, a bunch of network engineers, you're going to get a different result than if you bring a couple of network engineers and a digital content alchemist and a creative writer uh, and a strategist and a hacker. And we, we won't always do that in every deal, but having the capacity to come at business problems or community problems or you know organizational opportunities with a big picture view of what a client is trying to accomplish and then coming at it with lots of different ideas about how to accomplish that will bring a, a different result and, and will bring inherently an innovative result. So that's the strategy that we follow. That's the vision we have for the company and for everything we do. I think that is a great subject to pick up tomorrow because we could go on for a long time on yeah. that. And I think there's a lot of reasons why bringing people of different backgrounds into a company it's, it seems like an unconventional approach, but it, it makes as much sense as anything can once you really understand why it works. Of bringing in someone who thinks differently than you of why they might be better at, sol at solving your problems. So that'll be episode two. Uh, be sure to listen to that, which will be released tomorrow afternoon. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Keith. Thanks, everybody.